Happy Friday morning to you. I hope you're hungry. We have the Barbecue HQ show on right now with Andy Griffin and Troy Paul. We talked barbecue today with the owner of the Barbecue Pit Stop, Troy Paul. The Barbecue Pit Stop is located at 300 East, just behind Napa Auto Parts, just off the boulevard. You can call the Barbecue Pit Stop at 435-429-7174. And now it's time for the show. Here's Troy Paul and Andy Griffin. How you doing today, Troy? Great to be here today. After You got a little vacay, and I love that. Man. A little bit, yeah. It's a great time to, to get out, of course. The only, the only problem I see with vacation for you is you, you took the kids. That's not a problem, but... At this time in your life, when your kids are younger, it's not really a vacation for you. It's a vacation for them. Yeah. And uh, because you still got to watch the kids, you and your wife still got to watch the kids and take care of them. You got to keep, you got to make sure strangers don't run off with them. They don't get run over by anything. And yeah, on the way back, then my wife said, we didn't go on a vacation. We went on a trip. <laughs> that's ex- that's it. Marissa is very wise. Yeah, vacations are when you relax, and yeah. uh, the, we, we might be a few years away from that relaxing, although it was a great time. The, uh, the uh, difference between a vacation and a trip would be the, the children. If, <laughs> if, if they're with you, it's a trip. If, they're, if you go without them, that's a vacation. Yeah, it's a, but, you know, of course it wouldn't change it for anything, and it was great to just have yeah. some good family time away. Yeah, for sure. So. This is the BBQ HQ show. We talk about one of our favorite topics, and that is uh, in some form or manner barbecuing something that came from an animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of what we do. Pretty uh, much. Cooking meat. I did uh, my recent uh, one. Uh, I Again, I've been, been kind of enjoying the old uh, pit barrel and barbecue and, and, and charcoal cooking. I get my charcoal, of course, right there at Barbecue Pit Stop. But the chunk charcoal may, seems to taste a lot better than the commercial briquette thing. Yeah, it's and, a little bit more pure. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, I did uh, orange habanero chicken on the Ooh. pit barrel, and it turned. The only problem was I was ex- expecting about uh, ten, uh, ten, eleven people, so I made eight, um, almost one pound chicken breasts. There was only four of us, and there were four. <laughs> so, oh, okay. but I sent a bunch home with the other two that came, my nephew or my niece and, and her husband, and uh, I'm using the rest uh, to cut up onto things like nachos and things like that. Plus, uh, as oh, yeah. I like to do, and I've said this in the past, Troy, I like to take whatever meat I have left over, put it in the crock pot for Sunday dinner, and that always seems to turn out pretty good too. Absolutely, yeah, and you know, better to cook too much. Than too little, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes you plan on eight and you have 12 or whatever it is, and it's like, okay, well, you know. Everybody gets half a rib. (laughs) Go ahead, share the rib. And so. (laughs) Lady and tramp it, right? Just one start at one end, another start at the other. You just got to pick your partner correctly. (laughs) That's right. That's important. I don't think I want to do that with you, Troy. No no offense. (laughs) No offense taken. (laughs) So, uh, welcome back again to the show. Uh, Anything you cooked lately? Yeah, well, you know, last night. it's funny because we, we were in, of course, California all week, mm-hmm. um, going the other direction, <laughs> going to California. And it it was beautiful down there. I mean, Southern California, of course, um, but it was low 70s, like all oh, week. Wow. And it, it, I went to the beach. I got absolutely scorched. Did you? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's not that hot out here. I'm from St. George. I can handle it. It's yeah. like, yeah, you still need sunscreen. And so, <laughs> we, so, so when you cook something this week, you're talking about yourself. <laughs> that was the thing I cooked probably most this week. Of course, being <laughs> being out then uh, and with the kids once again. Then we weren't on this barbecue, you know, treasure hunt to find yeah. it. It was just the fine food that the kids will eat. 
And so, you know, we're going to pizza. We're having chicken nuggets and, and just delicious stuff like that. So you didn't find brisket? We didn't find brisket. Actually, um, we went to Legoland in California, and they did have a barbecue place. I thought, oh, okay, there we go. Now I'll find something here and went over there. I, I looked at the food, and I thought, nope, nope, I'm out. I can't, <laughs> I can't pay, you know, $30 for a piece of meat that looks like um something i wouldn't normally eat at my house and, and they so. and they didn't really barbecue it anyway they yeah yeah okay I'm just overly saw and you know I, I get really picky with barbecue i don't know what it is um maybe because that's all i do every day mm-hmm. is barbecue mm-hmm. but um so we were down there um in california and like i say it wasn't a great barbecue trip um but we left thursday morning um from southern california and i had a class to teach um, last last night, night. Yeah. and so we woke the kids up early because we had um, a lot of barbecue to make. And Kyle, who helps run the store there, mm-hmm. he got the ribs going. And credit to him, he he made it happen yesterday for the class. But we did about ten racks of ribs wow. um, for the class, and uh, we did both um, spare ribs and baby back ribs. Okay. Okay, and but I think that's going to lead us into a topic here in a minute. It it might have to. Yeah. Um, but we, so we had a few different types of ribs. We did a delicious um, some barbecue beans and mm. some smoked mac and cheese, but we oh, did in our class. Wow. And Kyle did the mac and cheese. He taught it and everything. Did an awesome job. Uh, and he's really? got this cool. Let, let Kyle, Kyle teach a little bit, huh? He's the man. I'll tell you All what, right. he just does everything. So, and with any of these things that we talk about here on the show, especially something that we discuss in one of our classes, if you're just like, man, I missed it. Well, yeah, one, you did miss it. Yeah, so come to our next class for sure. Yeah. Um, but two, just come by and ask. Yeah. Say, you know, I heard about your, your beans. You know, do you have a recipe for that? But we, we're open book. And so come, we'll share any of our recipes. The smoked mac and cheese that Kyle did was awesome. Um, was it the best mac and cheese I've ever had? You know, it was, it was really good mac and cheese. Um, but what I loved about it was, one, how simple it was. Usually when you're doing mac and cheese, then it's like you're cooking the noodles and then you're adding them. This one, you didn't cook. The, you just threw them all into your um, pan, and mm. they just cooked all together. And so you're not nice. doing separate things. And it was really simple. It was an economical but really delicious uh, um, smoked mac and cheese. So you have to try that. And the beans, um, for me, that's uh, it's kind of like my little secret weapon that I take to my barbecue yeah. parties there. I just oh, got this yeah. sweet beans recipe that I like. But and, and you say sweet beans. It's not sweet like cool, which it, it is, but sweet because it's a little bit sweet too, right, the the, the, the flavor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's, they're really, really sweet. So if you don't love sweet beans, you're looking for something more savory, like a Texas-style bean, mm-hmm. then that's not what these were. These ones, they're pretty sweet. I got to tell you, Troy, when we went to Texas, uh, I I loved everything about the meat that we had. I was really actually very disappointed in in the beans down in Texas. I guess in Utah, we love our beans sweet Mm -hmm. and a little brown sugar in them. They don't do that in Texas. Every one of them was savory. I don't don't think we found one single place that had sweet beans. No, all uh, pinto beans and and very savory um, Mm -hmm. flavors for sure. So different style. And, you know, of course, different strokes for different folks, but... We did our ribs also, and usually when I do my ribs, then I go for a sweeter rib. Mm-hmm. Um, just my personal preference, and it works out pretty well for me. But uh, some people just like the more savory rib, and once again, that's another Texas-style type of rib where you're you're not being as sweet. But uh, you know, my brisket, my beef, savory, hundred percent. 
Um, but when I'm doing my ribs, then I just like those a little bit sweeter. And okay. so I put That's a nice little candy glaze on there. And, and see, and I, I, I would well. kind of prefer mine to be a little bit more savory, but then I'm a sauce guy, so I'm mm-hmm. going to have a sauce to dip it in or, or to have with it uh, to provide the sweet so uh, yeah and that's exactly it and that's you know like i was saying in my class last night is if you don't like my ribs i don't care <laughs> these are the ribs that i like for yeah, me yeah and that's what barbecue is is you get to make your food mm-hmm. so i don't care what restaurant in you know that we have in town unless they cook it you know and you're like oh that's my favorite rib um that's great but usually when i go to a restaurant i think oh it's not the way i like it you know, or I would make it a little bit different. Right. And so I do. And that's what you can do with barbecue. You can tailor it for yourself. It's difficult to have a barbecue restaurant because you're trying to make food for hundreds of different people yeah, with masses. different flavor preferences and profiles. Um, and, and you're hoping that they all like it and it's their favorite thing, which is tough because they have different preferences going in. You know, you, you know if you like something savory and I like something sweet, we go to the same restaurant then how are we both going to be just as happy coming out of it? Uh, But when you make it yourself, you're going to make it exactly how you want it. That's right. And you're not worried about the other guy. It's just however you want it. If you have a company over, then you make it how you want it, and they can like it or not. (laughs) And if if it's not sweet enough, give them some some sweet sauce or something to to put in it. Exactly. I did find, uh, just on a side note, I found some sauces that I know Troy's going to be carrying very soon, a pineapple uh, pineapple. Pineapple barbecue sauce was amazing. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to lobby Troy to get that in, see if we can get some pineapple. That's right. Sauce. You love your fruity barbecue sauce. I do. I also mm-hmm. have blackberry that I, that I really enjoy. And I know you have some, some really cool fruity ones, too, as well. And uh, just uh, just I, I'm a sauce guy. I've always been a sauce guy. I, I, I think I have right now at this very moment, I think I have 20 different sauces. And uh, 18 of them, I think, are from Barbecue Pit Stop. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have everything, but... Yeah, we got quite a bit. Yes, you do. We, we do have quite a bit. How, so. how many, guess how many just different flavored sauces would you guess that you have in the store right at this very moment? Oh, probably eighty. Eighty. Wow. Yeah. So I have a lot in my fridge, but I still I haven't even I'm tip of the iceberg when it comes to all the choices. Yeah, that's one of the advantages of owning a barbecue store is that <laughs> I can just take any of them anytime I want and uh, try something different and and then there's different combinations too. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the ribs class that we did. I think we've talked about it recently. I might have gone through the steps of three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of questions that came up from from our show last time also. People were saying, well, what about this? And and also in our class, I want to just touch on a couple of those things. Awesome. We cooked two different types of ribs. We did um, spare ribs and baby back ribs. And a lot of people ask, well, what is the difference? That's number one question. Oh, I go to the store, I see baby backs, I swear they look kind of the same. What do I do, Troy? How do, and what's the difference? And, and it's a really good question. And, you know, how do you know what the difference is? I mean, when I think about baby back ribs, I'm probably like most Americans. When I think baby back, I think... Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Yeah. For for whatever reason, that jingle has changed ribs. And everyone thinks about baby back ribs have gone crazy. And it's just from that, really, from that one jingle for Chili's. And everyone thinks that's just the rib. And baby back ribs are good. Um, The difference between the two, spare ribs are a straighter rib and they're a much larger rib. 
And so when you look at them, then all of a sudden you have this giant pack of spare ribs right next to what looks like a much thinner um, baby back rib. Okay. Um, Just a different part of the pig. And same pig, same rib. They just, they cut the ribs because at the top, right off the spine, then the ribs, you think of a pig, and if you have the spine right on the top middle, then at the top, then it kind of curves over. And that's that top part, it's smaller which is why it's called baby back. Baby back, got it. Not because it's from a baby pig. Right. And I've had that question too. <laughs> is it from, well, are they just killing a bunch of baby pigs? That's no, not what this nobody's is. nobody's killing baby pigs. And so, and so the baby back, it's just a smaller part um, from the top back of the pig. And then as it curves down, then you go into the spare ribs, and that goes, uh, you know, almost into the loin area. Um, that's, um, once again, it's a straighter, it's larger, and it's meatier, um, but it also, you, you find a little bit more like cartilage and fat in there as well. Ah. Now, is that bad? No, it, it depends on what you're looking for. So baby backs are going to be leaner, and I found them to generally be a little bit more tender as well. Hmm. And spare ribs, they're going to be, of course, a little bit longer, um, larger, meatier, and fattier um, than the baby back ribs and they're delicious. They're probably my preference because I think you get more meat out of them. Um, it's the competitor's choice in competition style. Then they, they present a little bit nicer because they're straight. Right. Um, but it's a total preference on that. Some people like baby backs and some people like spare. And I, I think I'd lean towards the spare. But there's a little bit more work involved. The baby backs are almost ready to go straight on the smoker right out of the package. Okay. Um, if you get them at Dixie Meats, they'll even take the back membrane off. If you've ever done ribs before, then there's this silver skin that you have to take off. And actually, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, is that uh, I have done ribs. I've taken the membrane off. I've done ribs where I didn't take it off. It didn't really seem to make that big of a difference. Tell me, tell me why I need to do that. Yeah, so it's one extra step, and it's a little bit tedious. Once you know the tricks of it, I like to just take a little butter knife and slide it underneath one end mm-hmm. of the membrane and then use a paper towel, and you can usually just rip them off. Um, but it's on the back of it. It's Yeah, if you cook it without taking that membrane off, are you going to have good ribs? Yeah, you'll still have good ribs. Um, but I, I find the bite is just you notice it. Um, if you had two side by side and you took a bite of one, then you've got this membrane that's yeah. not necessarily a great texture um, versus a nice clean bite through that you can get when you take that membrane off. So I recommend it for sure. Like I say, if you go to Dixie Meats, they always take that membrane off so you don't have to worry about it. Um, most of the other places, and you just have to learn some of the tr- tricks of how to take it off. And the spare ribs, then you've got probably more trimming to do um, because they're a big piece. And you can just, you can leave them on. You can just cook the whole thing. But then you have to kind of work around different cartilage pieces and bones and stuff like that. And I I prefer just to trim mine up before they go in. And I'll cook my rib tips separate. And in the class, we we talk through this where we cut off the rib tips so that they end up looking a lot more like baby backs. You'd square them off. And then the rest of them I just throw into my beans. Ah, and so it's rib, good. That's why your beans are so good. Yeah, you got some delicious uh, rib tips in there. And you can put whatever media. You can put ribeye chunks in there, whatever your leftover. You had your um, leftover. What was My it? orange chicken. Yeah, your orange, orange chicken. chicken. Yeah, that, that would have been great also. You just cut that up and you put it in the beans also, and that would be delicious as well. So lots of different things. But, yeah, baby backs and, and spare ribs, both great um, picks, but a little bit more work on the spare ribs. But I think it's. 
it's rewarding because it's a meatier, um, you know, piece of piece of meat there too. So good ribs. Fun class last night though, huh? Oh man, it was it was so much fun. I I love doing those things and okay. and so if you haven't been to one, then we have one coming up um, that I'm crazy excited for. It's a brisket class, which is yeah. our number one um, requested class. People mm-hmm. always come up, when are you going to do your next brisket class? Like, yeah, okay, I've got the pork ribs, whatever. So kind of maybe your next step is I want to get brisket down. And it's like, well, who can we learn from? I'd go to High Voltage Barbecue is one of the best in the area, right? We have them over all the time. And um, so Cade Boardman with High Voltage, he's going to come and teach some of the brisket tips and secrets oh. um, from the pro. And so that's August. Um, I can't remember if it's the 12th or the 13th of August. Let's see if I... Is, it's is the a, 12th. Is the class full yet? It's not yet full. Um, after our class last night, then it, I mean, it, it's getting closer. It's going to sell out, guaranteed. Um, if you want to get in the class, then, you know, come in or call, you know, right away. And so we'll get you, we'll get you signed up. But oh, they're so much fun. You got to come. And it's worth noting that there will be some of Cade Boardman's brisket there. Of course. There will be some. And, and if you haven't had high-voltage brisket, well, <laughs> you need to have some. That's all I can say about that. Exactly. Yeah. If you're looking for just the best in the area, then he brought. He went and learned in Central Texas there. Yeah, this guy didn't say, well, I'm going to get something off the Internet and learn. He actually went to Texas and learned from the pitmasters there. Exactly. And, and – uh, Brought it back and has done a, just a phenomenal job. Bam Bam's Barbecue. And uh, I've just been in conversations with him recently about a potential class where he might come in in September. And so something to keep on the on the radar as well as Bam Bam will probably be coming in to, right. to teach a class. So. All right. So good upcoming stuff there. I went to a restaurant, by the way, Troy, had something called Fulton Street Fulton Street Ribs. Have you ever had that? Before? I've never had Fulton Street Ribs, no. Uh, it's basically they marinate it for 24 hours, mm-hmm. and then they season it uh, and actually put it in the oven. I suppose you could probably uh, 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 smoke it as well, and then they finish it on the grill. <laughs> and uh, it was they were, they were very good, but I had never seen ribs so small in my life. I don't know if it was the marinating process or if they cut them really small or whatever. I mean, what... It, I don't usually eat uh, half a rack of ribs is a lot of ribs. I ate a half a rack of were ribs. Were they pork ribs or beef ribs? They were pork ribs. Okay. Yeah, but they were small. So. There you go. Well, always something new to try. Well, I like it. Behind Napa Auto Parts, we decided they have right now about 80 different sauces. If you're a sauce guy like me, you can go in there. It's like a kid in a candy store. Uh, and then rubs. I think we are, we're over 100 on the rubs. We're over 200, yeah. Over 200. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you got to give them a try. I mean, it's funnest thing in the world is of course coming in and uh, tailoring your uh you know whatever it is you're cooking to your flavor and and so when you come in we you can actually sample any of the rubs that we have and so if you're thinking well i I don't know exactly what i like and sometimes you go in the grocery store you look at all the rubs they have and it's like i don't know like i can like combinations of different Mm -hmm. ones or just come and ask us and we'll say here you got to try this one and try it and say oh yeah i do like that one very cool, very cool stuff over there at the barbecue pit stop. And uh, you've got, uh, again, you sell your official certified Traeger dealer, platinum dealer. So that means that not only do you sell Traegers, but you service and, and repair them as well. Yeah, just a lot of peace of mind. People are investing in a big piece of equipment. And 
the, often are, are kind of unfamiliar with, and it's like, what happens if it goes out? Then just take the worry out of it. If you come by it from us, then you have an issue. You, you can deal with us, and you, you bring it in. We'll just make sure that it's up and running for you, or Traeger will take care of it, and they're, they're just really good that way. So, And then uh, also the Yoder uh, smokers made in Yoder, Kansas, these things are the real deal, folks. They are made out of cast iron. They, I, I mean, just lift the lid of a Yoder and you go, okay. Now, my mama taught me when I was young, if it's heavy, it's expensive. If it's heavy, it's good quality. That's Yoder for you. This is good quality stuff. Uh, I've had a Yoder now in my house. How long went, Troy? We going on a year, year? About a year now, yeah. Yeah, Inc- Incredible machine. It's also, uh, even though it's made out of cast iron, it kind of feels old school. It has modern stuff. It has the temperature control, and I can actually control it right from my phone. I actually can, once I get it started, get the meat on it, I don't have to go out there again until the the uh, the app tells me it's done. That's how cool it is. It's pretty amazing, you know. That's how easy things are. And speaking of easy, I just wanted to give one quick recipe, our recipe of the week. All right. And this is coming from since I was in California and since uh, Kyle, the guy that works at the store, from California also. Then what they are known for is a cut of meat called tri-tip. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming a lot more popular recently. Um, here, it still hasn't even really made its way back east yet. And so it's... It's we've got a lot of great response from customers like oh, okay we love tried tip how do I cook it um, here's a quick recipe on how to do a great tri tip um, so that they sell them about anywhere but Costco usually carries them mm-hmm. I've seen them yeah and uh, what I'll do is I just do a little trimming I'm just trying to get some of the fat off um, off the top and then before I season it I'll just I'll, we call it jacarding it, but it's it's a meat tenderizer with a bunch of little knives. That you, and so you, I'll tenderize it with this meat tenderizer, or you can just grab a fork and and uh, stab it a bunch of times if you <laughs> if you need to, and that helps tenderize it. But then I'll cover it with this seasoning called Hardcore Carnivore Black. Oh, that's a good stuff. Yeah, you're familiar with it. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And th- so I've got Hardcore Carnivore Black, and then on top of that, then there's a special... Um, Cattleman's tri-tip, um, that's exactly what it's meant for, okay. um, rub that you put on top of the, um, the hardcore carnivore black, throw that in the smoker for at 225 for about an hour and a half till your internal temp hits about 115, crank up the temp, sear it. So you do it like a reverse sear, mm-hmm. uh, 225 for about an you know, hour, hour and a half. And then you're going to sear it until your internal meat temperature hits about 135. And then you can take it off then, uh, wait for about 15 minutes, Rest. slice and serve. Oh, that sounds incredible. Try tip, and it's straight from uh, the expert, Troy Paul from the Barbecue Pit Stop. Troy, sounds delicious. Uh, congratulations on another successful class last night. And uh, I, I think you're an incredible addition to our community here having the Barbecue Pit Stop. Appreciate that. Happy to be here. He's Troy Paul. I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for tuning in today to the BBQ HQ show. We're here every other Friday on KDXQ. And I'm actually supposed to be playing music. I'm the meat man. You ought to see me eat now. I got jobs like a bad trap thief, like a raisin on a mid-bag tongue with a sense of taste. I was born in Texas, the land of beef, but never cared about the greens showing the hell like me. I'm a meat man. Oh, see me eat man. Georgia ate the bird.
piled up a Georgia peach. Well, I plucked the chicken in Memphis, mama, I still got feathers in my teeth. Hey, I found a folk in Huntsville from a fine Alabama hog. Hey, the charcoal steak in Dallas fed the bone to a Louisiana dog. I'm the meat 